I V M I V M TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of uh, TFG Indian Football Podcast and uh, we are once again in an unusual situation uh, which means that none of us are actually in the IVM studios. So what happens to you? Why why are we like ending up like this? Yeah, because see, uh, we are going to host the first ever FIFA event and we are all excited for it, right? So yeah. we couldn't uh, be in the studio and do everything. and then do something else as well so we thought we'd have this opportunity because hey guess what mumbai uh, you have brazil playing against new zealand tomorrow at the mumbai football arena and that's where we had a press conference today and that's where me and kevin are that's why we couldn't be in the studio but mm-hmm. i think fun times ahead and uh, since we're talking about that we've been told to mention everywhere cloud and clear that it's a free entry event Everyone yeah. in Mumbai, get your family, get your loved ones, the people you hate, people you like, get everyone into the studio and give Brazil and New Zealand, let them know that football in Mumbai and football in India is big and it's not just a big meal. So, so this, is, that. this is at the Mumbai Football Arena, Andheri Sports Complex? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. We are at the Mumbai Football Arena and all the while I was quite admiring. <laughs> For the first time, I saw a Brazilian coach. at uh, the current under 17 coach and uh, this is reality you know the fifa world cup is happening in india let it be the junior most but then this is what you get so when you host a world cup and all these opportunities are there for everybody for grabbing as she just said it's a free entry game tomorrow and uh, you know if you're missing this if, if you're in if you're in mumbai you know this is the biggest mistake you're doing if you're a football fan Yeah, but what I am really interested in knowing is how does it feel being in my shoes? Because usually I am the one who's, uh, you know, doing the podcast from under the stairs or uh, from the side of the traffic, or uh, you know, uh, on the on the side of a overbridge. I am all over the place and just trying to listen to what you guys are saying. And now I am just sitting here at the comfort of my home, and you guys are where are you guys? We are just next to the pitch. The green grass is, you know, looking at us. We are looking at the green grass, and we can imagine these two great teams that will be playing over here. And out of the Brazil, just you know, lights up me. By, you know, this is the greatest moment for me as a football fan. I will get to see the Brazilian football team in action. Now, how mm. lucky can I be? Mm. So we will obviously uh, going. Uh, you know, we're going to go into detail about uh, the group that Brazil is in. uh tomorrow and we will hear from the brazilian coach as well extensively about what their plans are so siju yeah so, my duty is here right so we yeah. have today uh, i mean we start over though we uh, we have put the group uh, preview tomorrow we do have something interesting because uh, well, the news is already out uh india has officially made their bid for under 20 world cup to host that in 2019 and i think things are only getting better with this uh, Chiranjit over to you again hmm. uh, under 20 world cup i mean india is heading into the right direction imagine yeah. those guys who will be developed by that 2019 and you know if they are capable and if they get into the team 
it's a crazy time, right? If we get it, if this happens, because under 17, all eyes will be on this, the way we host it, all yeah. everything, and then it will be given. This is our testing time. Yeah, obviously, but uh, I'm not sure whether India will win it at this point because uh, the last uh, under 17, sorry, under 20 World Cup was, I think, hosted by Korea. So it's very rare for FIFA to grant uh, the uh, you know World Cup hosting rights to the same continent twice. But yeah. maybe India will make a, uh, so I mean, will get an exception uh, or a special consideration from FIFA. Uh, considering the fact that they have m- made a huge amount of investment in India, uh, you know, upgrading the infrastructures, uh, six major stadiums, lots of training facilities around it. And uh, this is the perfect moment. India football is already gaining a lot of momentum because of this FIFA Under-17 World Cup. And it's the perfect time to just, you know, just push it further by uh, giving uh, the Under-20 World Cup uh, to this country. Now, talking about the players, uh, the point you raised, uh, FIFA, AIFF has a very specific plan already in place for them. They are going to play in the Indian Arrows project. Uh, they're going to get a senior football in the top division league, uh, in the I-League. And, uh, you know, there was this uh, circular that was uh, uh, issued from AIFF that they're not allowed to go out and seek out clubs as yet. So AIFF has the FIFA Under-20 World Cup in mind. They're looking at the India under-18 squad as well as the India under-17 squad uh, to uh, get ready uh, for that. Uh, Even if India doesn't host it, India will definitely try to qualify for it uh, by merit, if nothing else. So that's why India is keeping uh, those, uh, you know, AIFF is keeping those boys together for the next couple of years so that we can have a shot. Whether we get the World Cup or not is a different thing altogether. But... We want to be there, you know. We we want to make sure that India is playing. Yeah, even for me, it's a statement of intent from the AFF, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, hosting a World Cup, uh, you know, starts off with a bid, and uh, for that, the platform is already created, you know, by this uh, under 17 World Cup hosting. We've seen what the preparations have gone in, and so far, everything is been looking spick and span, and all eyes are on India. And this couldn't be a you know a greater moment for for an Indian football fan. And you know, considering uh, uh, the direction that is given to these under 17 teams, you know it's all coming together for India. So it's always been said India is that sleeping football giant. And you know, now the world has started noticing it because you know of the of the senior football team doing you know quite okay at the at the continental level. And these you know being the, from the senior most to the junior most under 17. The gap, you know, is is has been wide enough, but due to this hosting of the World Cup, we've come into the picture so that it just puts little pressure on us trying to you know uh, be be there for the for the for the World Cup. You know, this preparation you know, actually helps us uh, rather than uh, just for for making uh, statements. Uh, so you no, know, this this is a great uh, step taken by the AFF. I'm not sure you know uh, if we are in, in the eligibility criteria to hold it, mm-hmm. uh, to, to um, host it. But uh, it's going to be a great moment uh, if, if we go through this. Yeah, so a couple of points to add into that, Kevin. Uh, first of all, uh, Praful Patel was at this event uh, yesterday in New Delhi and he announced that uh, AIFF is going to build a center for excellence where all the national teams across uh, the age groups will come and uh, practice. 
they have not announced the location yet, but uh, I'm thinking it's, it's going to be somewhere near New Delhi because that's where the Arrows project is going to be based. That's where uh, that new stadium in Dwarka is coming up. That's where AIFF's main office is. So they're going to keep it around New Delhi and uh, uh, allow for everybody to, uh, you know, just, just have that, uh, share that facility and uh, just make it the focal point of Indian football, basically. So that's yeah. that's a very comprehensive plan as well. And the second thing is that uh, th- there's been a lot of, uh, you know, uh, let's say, not controversy, a lot of criticism uh, directed at uh, AIFF's decision, decision to uh, field these uh, under-17 boys uh, in the I-League. Like, uh, there's a uh, you know, logic that says that these under-17 boys are not physically developed enough to take in uh, top division senior football, basically. But yeah. look, uh, even even last time we had 18, 19-year-old kids uh, playing for the Indian Arrows and uh, we had a lot of good players come out of it. And when you are trying to make sure that these boys are uh, physically good enough to play uh, FIFA Under-20 World Cup after you know playing in the FIFA Under-17 World Cup, maybe this is what it takes, you know, because we can't we can't always just keep sending them uh, abroad to play, you know, maybe the Italian national team or not, or what B team of some club or some academy side. It makes no sense to keep uh, making sure that they are traveling all over the world. Better they just stay here and play the best of our country. So, yeah, that's... This point just reminds me of something that we heard in the press conference, just fresh out of it. No, I don't want to keep it till tomorrow. Obviously, we'll uh, hear it from the clip. Uh, there was this uh, question put up uh, to the Brazilian coach, and uh, you know, uh, sometimes it becomes uh, difficult for a country to have you know too much talent at your hand, and then you're not sure you know, how to utilize that. So going by that, uh, there was something that was asked to the coach that how do, how do the youth coaches, uh, talking about you know uh, 16, 17 year olds, you know, uh, trying to be there at the level. Uh, having that path set for themselves. So what, what was told to us as an answer from the president coach was, so there, there are times when the under-17, under-30 youth coaches to get in touch with the senior national coaches and there is you know, a knowledge transfer that, that, that happens. Yeah. So where, where this helps, you know, uh, even the youth coaches, you know, youth coaches where might not be the, the most experienced because you know, uh, they're just getting started with. And you get in the, get interaction with the highest level of uh, football coaches, the highest level of uh, experience with the football coaches of the senior national level. There's this knowledge transfer, this gap that is there. You know, it's helpful for both. You know, when you have, know that the youth team can look look up to the national team and there is a pathway set for them. Same way, you know, when you know that the national team, the senior national team can pick up youth players. So that that's where the divide is. You know, gone in this made at one level there's no uh, you know there's, there's, there's a bridge is there right now so it's a great point for us for, for, for learning as well for India where we've seen the knowledge transfer happening between the, the, the senior national coaches and uh, the junior most coaches yeah I mean great point over there from the Brazilian coaches because the experience counts and you know the way that he, I mean we definitely hear it from tomorrow we just uh, mesmerized with the <laughs> Uh, having some first contact, uh, you know, first-hand experience meeting them and talking to them. Uh, but I think this brings us to the end of the first half and we need to slip into a short break. So, Ranjeev, your duty is yours for today. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah, obviously, man. But uh, anybody can say it. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're gonna talk about uh, the big game of the day. Bengaluru FC are taking on FC Istiklal away from home. That's tonight at 7 p.m. And no, it's not on TV. So we'll discuss all of that. Yeah. <laughs> In a world where people are busy playing mendicant at Diwali parties, two men decide to go all in. In the river. Uh, don't you mean on the river? On the river. Oh yeah. Two men will go where no one has ever gone before to a studio with no air conditioning or Coke Zero to talk about poker. Hey, order lo na yar koi kya hai ye bakwas? TheSpartanPoker.com presents Mera Kam Poker, hosted by Azim Banatwala, the best comedian in the world, according to himself. and peter abraham not related to john new episodes out every wednesday on the ibm podcast app or any other podcasting app you use and for all our listeners who want to try out their hand at poker you can log on to thespartanpoker.com register yourself as a user with the promo code ibm and you will get 200 bonus cash which you can use to play poker for free see you at the tables Welcome back from the, the short break that we had, and uh, we are known to. I mean, we would like to be known, you know, to give importance to every game uh, as it deserves and needs. So that's the reason uh, we thought Bengaluru FC is playing the AFC Cup match today, the interzonal final first leg match. Uh, we thought we would push the FIFA proving for a day. So we shall definitely talk in extent about Bengaluru playing FC Istiklal. Is that the right way? Istiklal, yeah. They got a lol yeah, in their name. LOL. Yeah, LOL in the name. <laughs> but yeah. but 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 contain the excitement and the fun, bit guys. Uh, you never know who's going to have an LOL moment at the 90th minute. Okay. Yeah. So let's uh, cut it down. Let's uh, cut our excitement to come and let's talk about the match. It's the LOL from Tajikistan playing uh, Bengaluru FC in their first leg of the semi final. Over mm-hmm. to you, Kevin. We start with you today. Yeah. a uh, great uh, match up between you know two attacking teams we could say that uh, because uh, they've been scoring goals and uh, you know defensively both have been you know balanced enough to not concede too many uh, going into uh, coming into this uh, interzonal finals and uh, istiklal obviously uh, you know g- having greater experience uh, they are much more you know uh, i would say bengaluru is a, a younger team compared to istiklal there and uh, that that uh, you know makes it much more interesting because it experience versus the passion the youth passion and uh, for, for bengaluru fc again uh, it it's a fairly new squad that they have and uh, as i ruka mentioned in the press conference yesterday you know they are at the end of the season and we are just at the start of a new season so that makes it all the more different because they've been playing with the same you know similar squad for a longer time than uh, bengaluru fc so that gives them a more bonding and uh, you know more more understanding between the players and uh, that's going to be their strength tomorrow uh, tonight uh, so that, that that's uh, that's for me uh, considering uh, istiklal uh, have a more fairly experienced squad than bengaluru fc as in, i'm talking about the bonding and uh, the playing experience together mm. so i have for me it's an upper hand for istiklal here on the first leg yeah well uh, just i can't i can't uh, you know get over the fact that how Istiklal is similar to even Bengaluru FC as well as uh, Bengaluru FC's international rival uh, Johor Darul Tazim 
okay uh, all three of these clubs uh, were uh, you know start they all were established early on uh, in the 21st century uh, bengaluru fc is obviously 4 years old uh, jahod darul tazim is also a, a similar has a similar age and uh, this this club is about uh, some uh, 10 years i think 10 years old so it, it, all of these clubs just rose uh to the top very uh, immediately like they just did a few things right and uh, they eclipsed everybody else uh, maybe monetarily in the domestic uh, league maybe even talent wise maybe even the way they uh, focused on developing youth players or you know invested in buying youth players out of other local clubs all of these things uh, these three clubs have in common uh, and uh, and just just comparing these three you know uh, FC Stickle just seems like the fiercest of them because they have been winning the league like left right and center they don't care like they they're about to win the league for the first fourth straight season man like this season they they just have like uh, three four uh, matches to go and then they will be champions again and uh, they have like one of the things that Kevin said was that they had a lot of experience playing these squads together and that's very true but they have youth talent as well they have 21 22 year old players who are playing in their squad who have been a regular for 3 4 years so that's the kind of depth and uh, amount of what do you call it jo kheer ban jata hai na when when you have uh, you know the, the rice and the milk together for a long time so that's what has been uh, happening at stick lol so we have this player called uh, fatkulo fatkulo Uh, who has actually played against india for the tajikistan national team a few years earlier we got uh, this scary striker who's just uh, 25 26 uh, i think his name is what uh, manchukar dzalilov zalilov or something like that uh, he actually like has a record of uh, you know of, over the last two three seasons he has scored more goals than matches he has played in the in the tajik league uh, and he has scored oh. like yeah It, it's it's crazy uh he's uh, scored uh, actually seven goals in eight matches in afc cup so far so th- imagine this is the kind of striking prowess we are going up against uh, and uh, uh, they have five or six players uh, who have actually scored goals uh, uh, i mean consistently at least have uh, three four goals under their uh, name uh, this season so that's that's what sort of sets FC Stiklol apart from everybody else Johor Darul Tazim had a very diverse attack they were uh, but they were still like it was just three or four players here it's five or six players who can finish so in a set piece it becomes a superbly headache situation for for any defense and and that's why they're so dominant in Tajikistan that's why they've been so dominant in AFC Cup so far and that's why you know uh, bengaluru fc are probably going to have a very tough time maybe even a tougher time than uh, they had against uh, the north korean club april 25th no i just think coming uh, back to boy uh, yeah should you go ahead no just uh, just so before we move on with our uh, other points i just want to say or remind or uh, correct me if i'm wrong i think if in case bengaluru can take you know take it up and go to the finals they they might are they meeting the same team that they met last season last time no 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 so no no not really uh, alwada okay. i think was it alwada who air won? force club oh the sorry sorry club, sorry right? yeah air force club yeah ah, joya 
and we saw you know that trinal performance was the result of a strategy that was applied by roka uh, that was to surprise the opponent uh, with some physical play you know mm-hmm. that was to just put them off and it worked in the favor and obviously the second half uh, over there you know no, nobody can forget the uh, the rain uh, <laughs> the rain that created havoc in the second half you no know, uh, i hope that does not happen again uh, we want to see a game that's fair and square Uh, having both equal opportunities for both uh, so uh, again it will be you know up to roka what what he understands of the team and how he going to unsettle this uh, attacking side it is mm. not going to be easy trying to defend against them uh, yeah. it's going to be an attack versus attack if you lay back uh, it, it might not be the smartest of decisions for bengaluru fc yeah. so in that in that sense it will be you know if you can you know, your attack is going to be your best offense uh, your attack is going to be your best defense i mean Uh, yeah. So you know uh, that's what that's uh, that's the kind of uh, uh, game that we're expecting tonight because uh, if if you have any of the sides that can you know sit back and contain the pressure that will be complete against the character of the team or of the games that they played so far. Yeah, and uh, just uh, you know the uh, physicality point that you brought up that can work against eleven North Koreans, okay? But here we have uh, you know a team which has so many players. who played in europe in the past who played in russia in the past so many of the tajikistani players uh, had uh, you know started their had finished their youth career and started their senior career in uh, the russian lower leagues or the russian uh, premier league but you know they are they are no longer uh, you know going to be uh, and they, they're not going to be bothered basically if bengaluru fc try to be physical with them okay it's it's not going to be it's not going to intimidate them like you uh, north korean uh, april 25th sports club was in the end a team without foreigners okay and they and they had a very set kind of a, a gameplay that they used uh, to get this far this team is way more diverse they have they are much more experienced they are they have a lot more international exposure so it's going to be a very different ball game and i agree with you if, if bengaluru fc get and go get a goal early that's good for them otherwise we may be in for a very tough night so i think this brings us down to uh, two crucial matches like home and away like both of be crucial yeah. irrespective of what the result is and uh, i think uh, though we went and i may even uh, all our stories did say that uh, the attitude of the bfc fans also was you know a little bit of uh, you know nervousness and excitement when they were playing against a north korean club So I think they should hold the same thing, same attitude, even against this club, and not be too uh, over happy or over excited, over conferencing. You know, they defeat we defeat the North Korean clubs. This might be a similar case, but you know, uh, knowing the fact that this team is a very big team who's uh, who's had trophies, uh, maybe similar conditions, similar situations, but uh, we we need to be. I think Bengal need to be little complacent and say, hey. Let's, let's take it slow and just like roka said we are only focusing this match uh, at the moment so uh-huh. i think it's going to be a real test and see 
like they can bengaluru has a chance to prove here that that 3-0 victory was not by fluke that's right i right. think they pretty much proved that when they played them away yeah, from the home second leg yeah the second second leg actually uh, made it very clear that uh, 3-0 was a totally different result and 1-0 was a fresh match and uh, they showed what it takes you know yeah. against a very attacking or very strong side Absolutely. And yeah. playing away from go, uh, home uh, itself makes it very difficult. Yeah, yeah the yeah. thing is that it's not going to be like uh, you know the April 25th game because you're going to have a packed house, a uh, 25,000 or 24,000 capacity stadium, uh, the Republican uh, Central Stadium or whatever it is called, Hero Central Stadium. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 actually going to be like that uh, Johor Darul Tazim game, you know, uh, yeah. playing away from home in front of a very hostile crowd. there are lots of ultras in tajikistan so yeah it's going to be intimidating but uh, you know this is where this is where we're going to uh, see you know the the, the bengaluru city players being through the toughest of tests and their best character yeah. has a chance to come out so yeah a draw tonight i will be super happy with it because when they come to india you know when uh, istiklal come to india they can expect that things will be equally intimidating for them yeah. when they play away from home yeah because bengaluru after all they are playing will be playing at their fortress yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think that brings us end of the show today uh, pretty much uh, we covered everything that we had to we dedicated the show fully and wholly to of course the bengaluru fc match coming up because that's a very important game uh, just to repeat again roka's my roka's statement that what he said was you know it's a step into another shot at history so i think it's a very important game for bengaluru fc in their short term so i think over to you chiranjeet do you want to end it for today yes uh, just by saying that the match is not on tv once again uh, the afc cup it is being an interzonal final which is uh, in effect a semi final for the entire tournament the game is uh, live uh, on uh, multiple countries like 22 23 countries have uh, television channels showcasing it india does not happen to be one of them Okay, and uh, guess who uh, one of the major broadcasters is in this part of the world? It's Fox, the parent company of Star. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know maybe maybe we should uh, ask some questions about why uh, literally the best and the only uh, Indian club uh, that is representing uh, Indian football uh, at this high level in in a continental championship. Why don't we get to see it? So if you want to see it go to AFC Cup Facebook page they're going to do a, a live streaming of the game uh, for Indian fans especially uh, and uh, you know you can watch it there or you can uh, follow the game on our Twitter handle at @directfgfootball so uh, please keep an eye out uh, cheer for Bengaluru FC if you want to and uh, come back to us tomorrow to uh, get us uh, you know detailing what happened in the match and uh, obviously we're going to go into the fifa under 17 world cup group d which is going to be the most blockbuster group of all so yes well that was that guys if you like our show then please do us uh, please show us that you do like it and like share subscribe to our youtube channel hit the bell icon so you get to see new episodes leave a comment below let us know what you think about the bengaluru fc's match and also your thoughts about india if they host the under 20 world cup what do you think about that and uh, well as you mentioned tomorrow will be a blockbuster show 
but I think every show on our podcast is a blockbuster. So tune us, tune into us, and listen to us every day because we're a daily show and we come, we bring you everything that you want to know about Indian football. And that's all. Me and Kevin bringing goodbye from the Mumbai Football Arena, and I guess Sunil is bringing goodbye from home sweet home. <laughs> uh, that's all, guys. Cheers and come back to us tomorrow. How great! was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out, ATKT.in. बोलिए मैडम मेन्यू में क्या है मेन्यू में सीन अनसीन है पॉडकास्ट है ऑन कोर्स है साइरस है मेर इन इंडिया रीडिस्कवरी प्रोजेक्ट एम्पावरिंग सीरीज सेक्स वेक्स है आईवीएम लाइक्स है सिंप्लीफाइड है कीपिंग इट क्वेयर है टिंग्स एंड डेस्टिनेशन है माई नेबर सकरबर्ग है और द फाइन कराज है आपको क्या चाहिए एक बार रिपीट कर देंगे क्या रिपीट रिपीट नहीं करता हम आप जाओ आई पे और सुनो ये सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पर